Welcome to Intrepid Heroes, the actual play podcast of the Devastation Arc Adventure Path from Paizo. I'm Ron, your GM. And I'm Scott. I'm playing Raz, the Skittermander Envoy. I'm Stephanie. I am playing Koholo. She is a Karasha Lashunta Solarian. I'm John. I'm playing Leroy, a Dragonkin Vanguard. I'm Rob. I'm playing Zero, a Halfling Operative. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm playing Dr. Ammon26, a android biohacker. Hi, I'm Eleanor, and I am playing Simon, a probably human mystic. And now, on with the episode. And we are back with our uh, band of uh, intrepid heroes. Hey, how about that last fight, huh? On your way up. <laughs> on your way up wow. through this spiraling tower that revealed itself on the surface of Jedirot. Um, you found several undead bantrids that were sort of rollerballing along on the ceiling and uh, waiting for living creatures whose flesh they could strip away to come on in. And eagerly enough, you guys came right on in. Um, so a very difficult fight ensued, which took quite a long time, and we uh, ended the last session um, immediately thereafter. But now, to remind you, because it's been one full fight's worth of, of this, this sort of depressing institutional place where you are, you're on not the lowest level, but the next level up of the spiraling tower that came out of the ground. Side to side, it's the, it's the entirety of the tower, uh, so it's quite a long ways across. Um, dozens of identical connected workstations made of dull plastic and steel fill this windowless chamber in concentric circles. Each workstation contains a computer terminal and a desk outfitted with a treadmill-like device. Uh, irising circular doors are built into the southern and eastern walls. The southern wall is where you guys came in. Squat cubicle structures or dark metal stands uh, are interspersed along the workstations. Uh, desiccated bone fragments litter the floor and scorch marks mar the walls and some of the workstations. So there's definitely evidence of some mut very, very long ago fight here. Um, but of immediate uh, interest were the undead creatures that attacked you, whom you have now dispatched and can take a look around. Okay. Or perhaps... Yes, we should take a look perhaps around. Perhaps rest a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, after all that jogging, Simon's just going to sit down next to a treadmill and not move for a bit. The rest of you can do what you like. Yeah, I was kind of attached to those hit points. I'm going to kind of look around and see where the heck they went. Did anyone actually take hit point damage or not? Actually, just... I didn't. I'm just whining. Just get all your stamina. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went through uh, two-thirds of my stamina. <laughs> Yeah. I, what, I why don't we take a that. ten minute rest yes, here? Let's do. That's a All great right. idea. Well, while you're taking your ten minute rest, it gives it gives you some time to reflect on what you've learned in the last uh few days you've had on Jedirot, and you realize that you've you're just better at a lot of things and all of you go up to fourteenth level. Yay. We learned, we learned that somebody should immediately make an incendiary grenade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if only Julkashi were here. Uh, oh, wow. All right. Well, that's well, cool. And as you're taking a look around while you're resting, I could use an um, engineering check. 
from anybody who wants to give me one. The workstations with the treadmills are sort of easy enough to see what they're for. Uh, that is to say, you walk on the treadmill and it powers the computer in some way. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna help my buddy Zero there because I know I know Zero needs some help. It, what try. it tells me is that it's another mommy state giant corporation trying to engineer their employees to higher performance. Oh, it's maybe worse than that even. Um, <laughs> the I mentioned that there were little boxes around the room. Uh, you can tell. Who's got? You can tell that the little boxes are intended to be like a clamping device, where you would put a small sized creature in to clamp them into full body restraints. Um, wow! If I could also get now, knowing that, can I also get a culture or life sciences check from anybody? Yes. Um, this sounds disgusting. It does find where I am? Here. Oh, life sciences. Oh, many of you know enough. These guys are going up on Glassdoor the first chance I get. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> well, m many of you know quite a bit about uh, Bantrids in particular. And one of the things that Bantrids need to be able to, if Bantrids have to be able to roll around, if they are, if they are prevented from doing so, prevented from rolling around freely, uh, they start to almost immediately suffer some serious anxiety and nausea. Uh, these restraints are intended to put Bantrids so they have to stay in one place and not roll their balls. Um, okay. To make, to make them suffer. The wow, treadmills are plainly sized for Bantrids to be doing back and forth, you know, rolling around on while they're at their workstation working. And as long as they're working, they get a roll on their treadmill and that's just fine, but... These little boxes are for Bantrids, you suspect, who are insufficiently productive to be taught a lesson in front of the other Bantrids. Okay. That's terrible. Agreed. These are awful. Complained about torture to HR and was eaten by undead. Zero stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not going again, would not recommend. Not covered in the handbook, sorry. Um, all of you are are uh, aware that the all the workstations on the outer ring are just they're basic looking computers. Uh, it's easy enough for any of you to hit the DC twenty one computers check. So easy, you just kind of look at it funny, and it comes up with just tedious data spreadsheets. No sensitive information, just sort of some grunt calculation work that needed to be done. Uh, the computer stations on the inner ring, though, seem like they are uh, larger, more powerful, and have some better uh, defenses on them. That is, there's a higher security on these inner ring computers. If you want to take a look at those, I am actually going to need somebody who feels like they're good at it to make a computer's check. Well, I can feel like I'm good. Why don't I help out Zero? <laughs> Not... Not it. Yeah, zero. Very I nice. assist zero. Ooh, Dr. Ammon also. And handily. Alrighty, that gets zero to a 33 computers. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. You... Uh, you fail. 
Oh, um, no. You accidentally trigger some sort of information wipe on these systems. No. You, Stop you, it. Stop <laughs> and it. You can try to, and you can try to recover the data with another, hopefully better, frankly, computers check. Better than 33. Ouch. I will again assist. Well, yeah. that's better. <laughs> right. That's better. So Zero, like any classic hacker, puts down sunglasses and starts typing furiously on the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, two-handed now. Okay, you're going to use both right. hands. I'm in. <laughs> Try not using lead speak. <laughs> uh, um, you are, in fact, in. It looks like, wow, these computers here involve a lot of technical special technical specifications for a spaceship the size of a moon called the World Seed. Um, you had you had heard that this whole planet was a big civ facility devoted to creating two projects, Arc Prime and World Seed. And World Seed is an entire moon-sized ship. Uh, you also managed to see that somebody's put some other piece of code in this system. It's like one you've seen before. Um, like the one you saw down in the hangar, this piece of code has been a, uh, a little bit corrupted. But I'll put it next to the other one, uh, on the... Find out here. You got code fragment one, code fragment two. Oh, yeah. What can you make of this? Well, Ron, we are we... Are we implying that the moon of Hib might actually be a spaceship? Um. Uh, yeah. You. you uh, a quick uh, check of your own data of the dimensions of the moon Hib and the technical specifications of the World Seed. Yeah. Maybe so. Wait a minute. Hib. Hibernate. Hib. Hibernate. Hibernation. Does does comprehend languages provide any help with this or is it um, in here at this point they're just technical specifications and you don't need to know uh see if these symbols it looks like there's some sort of code they're they're not in the civ language hmm. can we like phone back to abdarkor and ask them to look into hib to oh. see if there's any, like, Civ uh, technology extant there that might sh shed more light on this topic? Or or did all the nuclear missiles that were launched sort of put a cell-dead zone <laughs> into uh, <laughs> in the way? No, in fact, the cell-dead zone is because there is some sort of broadcasting thing coming out of the top of this tower. It's the reason you're here. Because there is some sort of inter uh, some sort of uh, interstellar communications array that's broadcasting a lot of information, very dense information, to somewhere that is very far away, and okay. Abadar Corp thinks that might be suspicious. I hadn't realized it shut down our communications though. I. You, Simon, you Simon just goes out and waves his phone in the air for a bit and comes back in. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time you've tried to reach back and you find out, yeah, we're a little bit uh, disconnected here. You can get a hold 
of each other just fine. I mean, excuse me, apart from just saying, oh, oh, hey, Leroy, who's like right over there. Of course you could talk to one another. But even like your very short range to each other is fine. But when you try to get back to, for example, uh, Ms. Knott at the Abadar Corp, you can't raise her. Mm hmm. Didn't she give us a special comm device, though? She told you about the some sort of device, right? Did she give you something? I don't yeah. remember giving you anything. Oh, I thought we had some special way to communicate. Uh, that's like. When we were in the other it's facility. It's a signal emanating from the top of the the spiraling tower. Let me double check. No, it's like when we did the first exploration to the big hole in the ground. I don't remember being able to talk to them then. Uh, I could be mixing up my APs. Either way, it does not work. <laughs> oh, it's busted. <laughs> Limited warranty. You didn't renew. Yes. Now they are they are a couple of mm. miles away and your and and your ship the Breath of Embers is parked just right outside. So you're not yeah. cut off. You could go fly back. But yeah. if you remember you were sent here because there is some Abadar Corp can I has been able to detect that there is some sort of information dense signal emanating from the top of the tower, but they haven't been able to decode its message or identify to where it's broadcasting. Um but considering that the first thing this tower did when it spiraled up out of the ground was to unleash starships that just started blasting everything in the area. They, she doesn't think it's anything good, whatever it's communicating and would like it stopped. Right. And I thought they had decoded something about it being a signal for something too, as well. Uh, signal is technomagical in nature. It affects subatomic particle particles are transmitted in intergalactic level. That's just information about that, that it's coming out, not mm -hmm. what it is or what it's communicating or to where it's communicating. I remember it had a countdown. I'm wondering, I'm looking at these. There was some kind of countdown and you had thought the countdown was to launch those murderous drones, but it seems like it's count there's some other countdown. Hmm. The penultimate countdown, as opposed to the final <laughs> countdown. The <laughs> ultimate penultimate countdown. One of the count many countdowns. <laughs> well then, we should so we right. figure it out ourselves. That's both of the parts of the puzzle. Well, two things we've found. We don't know if they're two. Four. Yeah. Two different code sequences. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. And so one, I'm wondering one, if it's some kind of a, you know, four key system where we have to get four parts of the code and enter them simultaneously somewhere. Simon, simultaneously? Well, it simultaneously, yes. So the thing that's out right now, that that's what we have for both of them? Or that's, am I, is there a handout one that I'm not seeing? There is a handout one that is on the left and a handout two that's on the right. The handout one was embedded in the oh, system on I the hangar level okay. below. And this one is in okay. uh, this area here. I hadn't scrolled over far enough. First one has that's four four spaces, but one is got like censored, <laughs> I think. And then the second one has, looks like Redacted. three, with the last one partially obscured. 
Ooh, I bet you we get one of these each level. Oh, there's there's only one way to find out. But before you go, this studio filled with fabulous prizes. Um, also a quick search around, not on the computers, but among the remains that are here of some sort of long ago fight. You find a discarded weapon. Uh, it is a flail of some kind. And because they put... Uh, uh, it is it, the higher level you go, the more heaped with adjectives these things are. Uh, it is a <laughs> merciful, ominous, elite electroflail. That sounds exciting. Well, it's more specifically, it is an elite electroflail, which is a 14th level shock advanced melee weapon. 76 electricity and arc 3d6 which is awesome um and it's got the merciful and ominous fusions on it it won't mm -hmm. kill you but it will scare the heck out of you that's the whole point well it could kill you if you turned off your merciful fusion that's true Does anyone want All to right. use a uh, That's an advanced melee weapon. No. I don't know that there are any of us. That... Uh, there are not many of us that can use a weapon of that caliber. All melee weapons become flails for me because I'm not that great at melee weapons. <laughs> just gonna, I just punch so things. Just Flailing with it at being a flail is different. Yeah, I I can use it. It's not, I've, you know. Mm -hmm. you have it's other... not going to be my go-to either, but it could be very useful. Okay. Well, whoever wants to hang on to it is certainly welcome to hang on to it. I'll I'll hang on to it. Because I can carry heavy right. things. Also have a convenient um, carrying bag of holding, as it were, for this exactly this kind of thing. If you don't need to use it anytime soon. Aha! Well, if we run in, if we run into something that is like immune to acid and bludgeoning. Mm -hmm. Good point. Or maybe electrical electrical flail might yes, be useful. Exactly. You know, if that so. comes along, you must whip it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Without without flail. Yes. Okay. Alrighty. So you uh you're all pretty convinced that there isn't anything else here in this uh this workstation big workstation room, this unpleasant workstation room. Uh the only other exit here leads out onto another little ramp that continues the spiral up, 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 up the spiraling tower. Yes. And then I think spiral we should up. walk to the outside, not along the wall. The walls are lava. No, they're just squishy. Well, they attack us sometimes. They are, they, well, they have those little hatches that go down to power the, yeah. the building. <laughs> if they were lava, they'd do less damage to me. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why can't the floor just be lava? Be careful what we wish for. Uh, okay. 
Um, we'll Alrighty. continue. When you head down, to, if you look on the lower left of the map, you come around to another uh, another exterior opening with uh, so the same kind of doors that you've had. Moving just close to them opens up uh, to a smaller room. Uh, this dreary chamber contains circles of sparse metal cots neatly dressed with thin, scratchy blankets. Shelves built into the walls of this, uh, this uh, level contain small frosted glass tubes. Circular doors to the northeast and the west lead outside. Again, one big room that fills the whole tower, but because the tower is getting smaller. Right. It shrunk quite a mm-hmm. bit, Well, you've gone, you go up so, and around and around yeah. several times before you get up to this door. Round and round. Okay, got it. Round and round we go. All right. Um, okay. Uh, I guess we should proceed in. Hold on. I need to find my token and move it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Ron can, you can All move right, Stephanie and Zero and, and Simon over. Move everybody else. I have to get yeah. rid of these handouts because I can't. The handout, he did make him get rid of a bowl. You have to just so zoom it's, in and look it's away. It's down below that. It's not on that. If you all want to step back, oh, I'll open the door me. with the psychokinetic hand of fun. Awesome. There's only so much okay. back we can step. Don't make me jetpack down there, young man. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Alrighty. So you five five hands grabbing onto the railing. When you open the door, that is that that is as I've described. It's a ring of what look like cots, strange shelves. Those same two tubes that are in the middle uh, are still here. One, the mechanical lift that is inoperable, and a quantum lift that is also inoperable. <laughs> it's questionable. That is both questionable <laughs> and inoperable. Um, well, Zero just ran in there, but I was going to go up next to... Well, Leroy just ran in there, too. I was going to go up there. outside of the door and clear the room with the tech magic, but they uh, can just run in there while I'm doing that. Of course they do. <laughs> Leroy, sure, of course, is going to go right into the room. I was I was taking care of Zero. Zero just rushed in. <laughs> well, I don't want to be left out. Magic is so jejun. Well, you... <laughs> you have zero consideration that, here. I'll, I'll remember that next time. <laughs> um, warning here. You're, you're interrupting the magic. Yeah, I wonder, does detect... Detect magic have... I mean, not a, a hypothetically would detect magic detect something that's magic, but in like a little hidden box. Maybe. Well, it depends on what that hidden box is made depends out of box. and how thick it is. That's true. Um, you, an inch of lead. It is not. It is not lead. It's it's the fungion. It's the same sort of biomass. Uh, uh, I don't think, including those on. I don't paper. think detect magic actually specifies. Squishy dungeon material. Can't it always go through squishy dungeon material? Yep. Ah, you can't determine if there are magic sources in an area you can't see. Um, there's no magic here. Huh. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, right. I thought there might be. Nice. Okay. Very nice. Um, but I would like a life sciences check, if you don't mind. Um. Just because... I don't think that's a thing I do. I studied law. I think I do. I will assist the good doctor. 
Oh, the good doctor needs no help as he's able to say definitively that this is obviously a Bantrid sleeping chamber. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The shelves contain um, the little, the shelves with the little, uh, uh, little tubes on them are for Bantrid buds. That's how Bantrids reproduce. So you put your little Bantrid bud in one of these shelves. Uh, and it hangs out in the little tube until it's big enough to roll around on its own. Oh, um, it sounds like a collectible space. <laughs> you gotta gotta catch them all. Uh, certain, certainly, you know, scratchy old blankets and mattresses that are so old they would just... You're confident they'll just crumble to dust as soon as you touch them. Even in their prime would have been pretty remarkably uncomfortable for anybody, Bantrids included. So this was not an ideal place to hang out, but... People had their own beds, their own places to put their buds. Uh, underneath each of the bunks is also a uh, uh, a closed compartment, sort of like the equivalent of a footlocker that slides under the, the bunk. Huh. Nice. We should probably see if they left us anything from the past. Any clues? Um, yeah, takes a step back. <laughs> <laughs> um, a... Uh, a, yes, they're all a, hiding in their in their in their little uh, compartment. Yeah. Rah! <laughs> um, a a a cursory search reveals nothing but some very old uh, mementos or other uh, uh, items that don't look to be of any particular value. But a closer look will require a perception check. Simon was going to do that anyway, even if yeah, it's just. Figured. <laughs> well, even if it was just to clear the little bud tubes and make sure there's no undead bantered babies. Or oh, that babies. would be so gross. Nice. Done, Simon. Yeah. 49. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a swarm of yes. undead bantered babies. That's very impressive. All right. Raz, on the other hand, is staring intently at the one locker he's got. Can we <laughs> all make checks? Or yeah, everybody can make a perception check. Tough to beat Simon's 49, though. And I see that no, I can't. is. I can't really beat that. But yeah. And I got the low end. There are, in fact, no undead bantered buds. <laughs> oh, in. thank God for that. They're all empty. <laughs> <laughs> but you do find that some of these, some of the uh, footlocker drawer things have uh, secret bottoms. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty cleverly built. Uh, most of, many of you don't find them. Um, but certainly Simon does, Dr. Ammon does, and Zero does. I can't find the actual Sorry, right, I original. can't find my perception skills. So. This seems very, very clever for a species that doesn't have hands. They got their little facial wiggle side things, <laughs> um, which I guess they use as hands. Uh, at any rate, that makes it especially clever to have hidden them so their sieve overseers wouldn't find them. That's um, a very good point. So, uh, Dr. Ammon, Simon, and uh, Zero, each of you find one of these. And it looks like a couple of them just have some uh, valuables that they've hidden. One of them is a uh, adjustable ring. As you twist it, it gets slightly bigger and smaller. Uh, made of braided platinum and titanium. Not only looks pretty nice, it is also a Mark IV ring of resistance. Whoa. Very nice. Ah. Uh, compartment two... Uh, is contains two Mark III serums of healing. They look like they're still good, even after all these years. That's crazy. 
Which kind? And the third, uh, Mark check three. The expiration date on them. <laughs> there. There. Well, it turns, it's like three weeks from now, as it turns out. Um, they lasted millennia, but the millennia are about up. <laughs> nice. Um, the third one is jam-packed, filled with more stuff. Uh, it is a, uh, there is a memory chip there, a computer memory chip, like you'd slot into a data pad or something like that. Um, a, uh, comp, a a folded up piece of, uh, mechanism that once you unfold it, realize that it's a signal jammer. Yeah, just turn that on. That should, uh, solve our problem. (laughs) It, it is... When you take a close look at it, it is, I I believe, the most powerful signal signal jammer available. It is a Mark 10, a level 10 signal jammer. Um, And two frag grenade fives. Yes. Just jump back up to the top of the tower and put the signal jammer up there. (laughs) How many grenades? Uh, two. Frag Grenade V. Keep the mementos. If I recall correctly, the Bantrids woke up something like five years ago. That suggests they were all in stasis. Some of these mementos might actually be able to go back to next of kin. Oh. Really or at sweet. least those me- memories or memorials. That's a good idea. Yeah. What was that first thing we found? The the was it a a, a, a micro? The first thing was memory a uh, ring that works as a Mark IV ring of resistance. Oh no! In this one was a memory chip. Memory you put chip. it in a data pad. Yeah. Well, let's can do we that. put it in a data pad right now? I mean, any of you that have a data pad could put it into your data pad. You can go back downstairs and put it in one of the computers. It goes in any number of things. Okay. And He's probably slotted into Dr. Amon 26 if you want. Can can we uh, do a, a virus scan first? Absolutely. never see them do on TV. They'll just be <laughs> wandering around with one of those stupid little USB keys and they'll just jam it in their primary <laughs> computer. Mm-hmm. And then true. the internet goes out for the Western region. That's exactly. right. No, speaking of putting the internet out, I'm full of lies. This signal jammer is only half as good as the best possible one. Uh, signal jammer actually go from level 1 to level 20. Oh, wow. So this is a level 10 signal jammer. Um, so we check it for viruses before we uh, upload it to Dr. Ammon. Oh, computers check, please. How do you check a chip before you load it into something? Good question. I put it on my crappy phone that can't load any viruses. That's, that's <laughs> right. And then if it starts flashing weird symbols and starts to buzz and smoke, then you know that maybe you shouldn't put it in your Android. <laughs> yeah, it's not compatible. Exactly. Um, it seems fine. You can tell even when you do a quick scan on it that it is not uh it is not there's no virus, it's not even ward or anything. It's a it's a series of text in Civ. Oh. Okay. Which we can read. Okay. With the Oh, oh, oh. Let me back let me back up one thing to say. If any of you put a rank into cultures when you were leveling mm-hmm. up, you get to learn a new language, and you've seen mm-hmm. enough Civ that you can take Civ as a language if you so choose. <laughs> yeah, we've seen enough Civ over the past mm. two days. That's right. Yes. I've seen because more Civ than I, I want to see again in my entire lifetime. <laughs> I will certainly do that. 
Unfortunately, it's not listed in. Yeah, definitely. I did it already. Yes. Whoa. I didn't see it listed. Enough. I'm very cultured. <laughs> Wait, well, so what do we. Oh. <laughs> Leroy adjusts his enormous monocle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got like 30 languages already, so. Do you really? One more. Well, yeah. that's why I have two. You know, that's fair. Where are languages hey. listed on the sheet? Alrighty, so it's fine. When you take a look at it, you can see that the chip contains a short manifesto describing numerous transgressions of the Civ overlords against uh -huh. the, the writer and others of the writer's people. The message urges its readers to begin the unending cycle. And it's not really clear what beginning the unending cycle means. It certainly seems to be something that they expect the the reader or hearer to know about. Um, but the fact that it is jammed in here with a signal jammer to stop radio broadcasts and a couple of powerful grenades is maybe a symbol of beginning the unending cycle is not all about peace and and joy and deciding that it's okay to work in a coldly industrial complex under Civ Overlords. <laughs> well, I agree. It's not okay. Um, Clearly, we're trying to complain to HR. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently HR is the unending level. cycle, right? They're like, begin the unending cycle of complaining <laughs> to HR. HR is kind of a non-ending cycle. <laughs> I mean, we can assume that these were bantrids, so yep. can we roll culture to maybe guess if, uh, if that's like a metaphor they tend to use or what? You haven't heard of it as a metaphor that current bantrids use, but then again, they don't know a lot of their own history. Their own history is only five years old. They don't know their own memes and metaphors. That's, right. that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. tragic. Well, we should carry on and uh, we'll have to let them know we found some historical things right. for them. But that's all you find here. Yeah. You have three of you found secret compartments. Those are the three things in them. Okay, then. Hmm. I guess we keep going okay. up the spire. Keep looking for carnivorous air ducts. Yep. The, uh, this next door, the door that would lead out of here on the other side, it looks like it has not seen as good a days as some of the other ones that have been a little bit lower. Uh, it's been it's been closer to the surface of Jedirot, and so is a little bit more weathered. And the door on the other side seems like it's uh, it's sort of jammed or otherwise sort of if it were a door, it would be rusted shut, but because it's some sort of mechanical material, it looks like it's sort of, like, weirdly, maybe clotted in a strange way. It looks like you'd have to force it open if you want to try to get the thing to open. Let's make a perception check, see if we see anything unusual at causing this from the inside. Oh, that's a good, good thought. Otherwise, I've already ba uh, brandished my solar weapon. I wonder what would happen if I tried to heal it. Ooh, that's a great question. Simon suggested, but he has like a really uh, expression on his face at the thought. 
it might also be evidence of some kind of chemical leak or something on the other side. I'm wondering if, does anybody have a chemalizer or anything like that? I could roll Ooh. medicine, question mark. Uh, no, you don't need to. Perception checks have been particularly poor. You don't need to question mark. You can question me. Um, the... Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like just being higher up has led this one side of the the spiraling tower to be a little bit more sickly. The same way that the whole uh the whole first nexus you were in, the whole thing was kind of sickly in a way. It looks like it's for the most part the tower, the spiraling tower has resisted that kind of overall uh, uh sickness. But it looks like there's this part of it and maybe up this uh western side of the tower is a little more sickly. So really like the the material itself seems diseased. It's not just Yes. Like, environmental that's, No, that's that's correct. Um but if there's to the extent there's anything that had been on the surface of Jedarot that kind of leaked into it, you know, foreign contaminant of some kind. That would be more likely up here near the top of the spiraling tower. Because you're getting up near the top. You think there's only one more room up above you. Oh. Then it would be down below. Um, you don't know that you can actually yeah. heal it necessarily, Simon. Um, like any stuck or rusted door, you could try to wrench it open. You could try to use some engineering to try to uh, try to try to get the thing aside. You also know that this door, from the shape of it, it just goes outside to another ramp that goes up. Another equally legitimate option is to go back out of this uh, living chamber, the way that you sleeping chamber, the way you came, and scale the upper scale up to the next ramp. You see what I mean? Because it's like a, yeah. you're on the side of a corkscrew, so you can just climb up to the next ramp or try to force this door open. I'm gonna push on it. I'll Already. help you. Strength check, not athletics. It's strength. Apparently, oh, I slipped. It's oh, strength. it's strength. Straight yep. strength. Oh, good, because I slipped on my athletics check, and muscle. I slipped on my strength wow. check too. So, how do we do that? Oh, I'm so weak. <laughs> he doesn't wrong. like touching it either. <laughs> he just can't. I sprained my oh, arm. Sorry, I hit oh, character info, and that's what happened. Yes, you oh, sent you guy. you sent me a whole long thing of character information secretly. Yep, sorry about that. Aha! I was just trying to find my strength score or to roll strength, but I can't figure out how to do that. If you look at ability scores, right where it says strength, there's actually a die to the left of it of of the str, Back on the, and you can just click on that the page on the character page. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just under using the oh, macros, you have to show. Although I seem to have made them go away. We have to click on your icon and they'll come right. back. But the macros don't include a strength score. I don't All think right. so, no. I'll just roll a d20. Already, neither oh. of the two of you can work it out. It's hard to get some leverage and it's a little gross to even try to touch the thing. Yeah. Dig your wow. fingers deep into this diseased biomass in order to wrench it aside. Mm. Well, I just want to take my. Um, Here, my, uh, I have leverage hook and and kind of cut through it. 
guess we could try one of the grenades. So Raz comes over with no, his umbra- umbrella. I think we should. And says, I have leverage. Engineered like, first. Yeah, maybe a little more finesse involving crowbars. And... Right. Yeah, I, I feel like stuff. we're experienced enough to know that we shouldn't detonate a grenade in an enclosed yeah. room to try well, and open a door. You might feel that way. <laughs> I'm the least experienced of the lot. <laughs> Does any of us not have jump jets or the or something like that? Oh, that's true. We could just fly up to the next level. Um, we could just hop up to the next level. Yeah, I have a jetpack. Yeah, I got a jetpack. Uh, I, don't I have these wings. <laughs> flap, 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 flap. They're just for flapping, though. I can give you a ride too, Zero. I have lots of uh, movement I got abilities. But... I got jets, but I. That would be pretty entertaining, actually. Well, if all you've got to, if all you've got all to right. do is get up one level, and you've got an enormous dragon kin who can shuttle you up and down, that would be awesome. You can certainly get up. I'm not well, enormous. Right. I'm not enormous. Okay. Right size. Ah. Very sensitive about yes. that. Apparently. Thank Apparently. you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, why don't we try to engineer this door? Because we can just get up to the next level without having to mess with it. Well, but then this one will be open but, for future. Well, That's so true. maybe we don't want it open. But there's a reason why it's stuck. Yes, we should see it's why. it's gross. It might need aired out, ah. too. No. Hey, all right, I'm going to strap I mean, unless on you my let me blow it up. gloves and my spatter protection and whip out the crowbar. Oh! That didn't work so great. Wow, you you break off the oh. end of whatever you put in there. Oh, none, I just grossed myself out so much I just give up. <laughs> That's still I think my That's better than I can even do. Hollows. This is that? awesome. Fourteenth level characters, and I've stymied you with a stuck door. Sweet. Not really. Let's just go outside and fly up to the next level. <laughs> well, Doors no, are by far the, the hardest thing that any RP can we take ten. Uh, what's now, that? Can we take ten? Are we in a hurry? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go fly up. <laughs> I'll see you up there. Let's right. go over to the other side. You can go over I'll there. <laughs> Come on, Simon. Let's go see if there's anything over on that side. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll perception with my my extremely obnoxiously good eyes. Oh, there's a giant creature that's blocking it. No wonder. Yeah, that's kind of what we were afraid of. You're right. I, I can I can cast detect magic before Leroy gets up here. Yeah, do it. Go ahead. Now's your chance. It is it is not magic. It is just sort of grossly scabby. And there's nothing else on the platform or anything here. Uh that's fine. Correct. All right. Let's go we fly. We knocked on the other side. <laughs> the, the, it's like knocking that, on a that. crusted scab. You're like thunk thunk. It's so gross. Yeah. Sorry, I'm using my Let's umbrella. Let's just let the poor disease fungin do its thing. Alrighty. Where's the next... Uh... I so revealed it. It is to the right. It's disease. Is it almost like is it dying? Is this death's door? <laughs> it is <laughs> not. Death's door, which is a, which is a spell What's in the, the new galactic magic available in your finer, friendly local game stores today. Available six months ago. <laughs> six months shush, ago, shush. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Man, that... Advertising revenue for that. <laughs> I wish. Do they have any? No. 
I don't know, Scott. What's just, the what's the advertising budget? You can't just mention <laughs> mention it and then and then say, "Hey, pay us." Right? If it works that way. No, fair enough. Alrighty, so you get around to the another one of these doors. This one also looks a little bit crusty, but substantially less uh, stuck or closed over than the prior door. It was just that kind of that side of that part of the tower. Hmm. Um, and this one, when you get as close to it as Leroy is standing, uh, it sort of gives a little bit of a shudder, like it's trying to open. Ew. Um, really? Ew. And then after a uh, uh, after a little bit, it's it's sort of like it peels open and then is able to slide aside. Um, and this room is just chock filled with like busted stuff. Um, broken equipment, metal crates, um, several, uh, uh, very old shriveled bantrid corpses all kind of spill out when the door opens up. Um, and once you're on the inside of this room, the interior, it looks like the spiraling, it looks the same from the outside as the rest of the tower, but once you're inside... Uh, you can see that the walls are transparent. They're sort of a one-way transparent walls. So from this room, you can see all around the whole area of the battlefield, <laughs> the, the where the, the dogfight happened in the sky. And uh, you can even probably see miles away, you can see the the cluster of welcome chalets where the, the uh, Abadar Court people are stationed. Um, so you can see from, from all the way up here, the uh, to the north, you can see a treadmill workstation that faces a computer equipped with equipped with an impressive triple monitor display. A bulky silver machine covered in radio frequency dials stands to the west of the workstation. Uh, there is also a skylight built into the ceiling uh, that shows a glimpse of the rooftop above. I have never used this before. I've had it for a long time. I want to use it now. Oh, grave words. Grave words, indeed. What does it do? Mm, okay. Raz Hard. just goes over to one of the one of the un, the bantreds and sort of touches it. Don't eat that. Don't Fine, eat I, it. I it's it's bad. It's I spoiled. That's weird. Um like the blankets and mattresses in the level below, you cast the spell. As soon as you reach over to touch the creature, it just crumbles into old dust and scraps of who knows what. Hmm. Not very talkative. Not at all. Okay, carry on. What? You disintegrated it. You have disintegrating touch? Yes, he touch? cast a spell, stepped Whoa. over to the creature, and that then disintegrated it by touching it. it. Was, I performed last rites on it. <laughs> the very last. Uh, you can also see there's a little nodule kind of in the floor here. Um, that looks like the top of the mechanical elevator. Yeah. That's how you would use the elevator to get down, if the elevator still worked. Simon's yes. gonna scan the room tip with detect magic again, and then because he feels bad that we disintegrated this 
corpse to do some actual last rites. Not the. Oh, that's I fair. didn't really disintegrate. You know that, right, Simon? It just—it was too dusty. I was trying to talk to him. I didn't even know. I—I uh, uh, I didn't mean it like a telecise spell disintegrate. However, the effect was a <laughs> normal non-italicized disintegrate. That's right. I don't think he cared. It was beyond his time. You don't actually ever know that in Pathfinder or Starfinder. <laughs> they... True. Did they care or not? <laughs> yeah, because they could come back as undead. He could have told me. Um... He, he ignores that. Just... Like, he can't even put two coins on their eyes because it'll disintegrate them, so he just puts it by their sides and Claps his hands a few times. <laughs> <laughs> they fall right through. Well, this is certainly the type of thing that people have uh, have had to deal with before. You can give an appropriate, uh, an appropriate farewell right to the uh, to the bodies that are here. Yeah, I'll look them over, see if they have any mementos as well that might go back to some they knew. And uh, as long as it's all clear of magic. It is all clear of magic, and right. uh, they they don't have anything that looks like a uh, mementos that are on them. The bantrids that you've seen, the undead ones that you faced, and some of the other ones you've seen, they're not they're not wearing much of anything. Bantrids don't wear. I mean, they use equipment, but they don't generally wear clothes. Yeah, but they might have some jewelry. Uh, true. Had a ring. No, not these ones. No, all but right. they might. Time to scout. Alrighty. When you take a look around, the thing that <laughs> the thing that strikes you as almost the most unusual thing in here is I mentioned there's a skylight in the middle of the room. It's about two feet wide. And and that is it's mm -hmm. covered, but it's covered with what looks like like very thin, ordinary type glass. It's like the most fragile substance here, and you're really surprised. That after millennia it would still be intact, but it looks like just an ordinary piece of glass uh, connecting here to the rooftop. Well, and the tubes that have come up through the other ones aren't here. Is well, there's right? a there's a top of the mechanical one. The mechanical one, if it came up, would lift you all the way into this room, so you'd be level of the floor of this room. Okay. Um, but then, as soon as it descends, oh, okay. the Rather than just be a shaft that drops all the way down, there's uh, some sort of top. That's what the circular thing on the floor right by, uh, in between Leroy and Raz is. Yeah, that's the top oh, okay. of the mechanical one. But no, there's no top to the quantum one. The quantum one either doesn't seem to go here or must have some other transportation type use. Weird. I mean, it's quantum. It probably goes everywhere and nowhere. That's right. Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and let me check. Perception 41, that's phenomenal. That's about average for Simon. All right. Wow, really? Uh, I rolled a 10. Top off. Uh, that's right. It is, it is <laughs> quite yeah, average. It's about average. Um, not for yeah, there Golo. Doesn't, there doesn't seem to be anything of immediate danger in this room, though. So the, the really unusual thing is that the glass tube that goes up to the ceiling. Yeah, it's like a glass skylight. 
Um, and I mentioned the... Uh, you can tell the equipment and the, all the technological equipment here seems to be in like a low power mode. So Pretty this is all class work that it didn't just all seep sort of... down to the bottom and <laughs> break. Yeah, it's got that, that like wavy pattern in it because it's so old. It, like the bottom mm -hmm. part is all distorted. No, it it looks good. Can you wait? It's just normal glass. Uh, some of you people that know more about you know technical things, like mm -hmm. physical science stuff. Oh wait, do I know? No, I don't know physical science. Dr. Ammon, do you want to look at the computer? Huh? Yes, I do. Alrighty. Um, well, a couple of things. Uh, first, the... Uh, that was a physical science zero to look at the glass up there. Yeah, it just seems to be a... Uh, it just seems to be a quirk that however this glass panel was planted in there it's uh it happens to have survived uh, however many millennia of uh being underground or whatever it looks like it'd be just kind of easy to just either break through to get up onto the roof you could also get up onto the roof from outside that's it wouldn't be hard um but the uh when you look up at the the glass just beneath the glass are a couple of uh, what look like handholds, as though people used to go climb in and out of here, even though the glass is in the way. Like a hatch. Yep. Weird. Okay. Alrighty. Does the, does the glass seem to open like a hatch? Uh, no, it looks like you'd have to break it. That's weird. Um, but this is this is the delight for me. Okay, Ammon, Doctor Ammon, you get over and you yes. start, um, turning up the computers into, mm -hmm. uh, you know, booting them up from low power mode so you can see what happens. And as you do so, uh, the trap in the room activates. Oh, no. And oh, no. if Simon had rolled an 11 rather than a 10, would have detected the trap <laughs> of difficulty 42. Technically, um, 11 is average. It, so. sends a, it sends in a 10 and a half, which would have given 41 and a half. Also just shy. Um but the trap sends out waves of damaging mental feedback and does it in initiative order. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick up the turn tracker and ask everybody to roll initiative for me. Okay. Right. So make sure you click on your icon before you... Thank yep. you. Icon do that. Oh, little buddy, I rolled better than you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess we we meet our fate last. Seriously, but still not... together, or could be. <laughs> I guess you can still take my initiative, can't you, Leroy? <laughs> you can. Oh, I could, yes. That, that but you could take mine. down in the order. This continues to be roll <laughs> you just six wait for to take me, the damage. roll 20. Alrighty. Okay, so the thing the the first thing that the trap does on the first round, um, the the computer bank here gives out a piercing whine that is just below the threshold of hearing. Uh, but enough to be mm -hmm. really painful. Uh if I can have everybody make a fortitude save. 
I'll even tell you, you're looking for, it's a DC 23 fortitude save, and if you succeed, you take half of this much sonic damage. Oh. Dang. I, uh, fortitude, All right. well-known mystic, uh, strong. <laughs> oh, Natural <boy>. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully somebody put on that ring of resistance. Oh, yeah, good point. Not me, I already have one. Yeah, I already Well, this is a mark too. four, which gives you a plus bigger. I guess I'm offering it to somebody else who doesn't have one. Well, this will make you wish somebody would put it on because 14 sonic damage. Okay, maybe that's not too tough. <laughs> is that the full amount? That's the full amount. That... Half would be seven sonic damage. And what are we... Um... Well, I'll take the ring Such if nobody drama. else is, but... Yeah, do. I do really it. think Dr. Ammon or Zero or... I guess Zero, well, you're busy it... or Simon. It helps your lowest score. So, like, for us, Will is generally pretty low, and I think it's good to have that, some way to mitigate it. So I think Koholo would be good for you. my reflex is, plus, is only plus seven. I have a ring of some sort, I thought. Yeah, no. Keep in mind, you can only have two magic or hybrid magic items. Right. Right, as well, which I have two now, one of the ring, but it's marked two. Oh, yeah, I have two as well. So I, I have technically my ring of resistance. Include weapons. Mark two. Well, why yeah. don't you take it then, Eleanor? No. It's worn items. Okay. Well, then okay. you take my ring of resistance, Mark two, if you don't have one or have a slot open. Well, I anyway, have a yeah. Slot. Well, yeah, you, can, you can worry about that after you, if you survive the survive trap. It. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Just survive the trap. 14 sonic damage. damage. <laughs> what, did we, what did we have to make, Ron? Oh, sorry, Eleanor. I just talked over you. DC 23 <laughs> fortitude save. Oh, I take all 14. Yeah. Ooh, 21. Dang, I was so yeah. close. You were yeah, close. But I'm not rolling well this evening. Uh, the all. thing is plainly echoing around inside the room. It is possible to try to either to try to disable it from the computer system here, but you also know if you're able to leave the room, then you're able to get out of the area of the uh, the trap. So, are you in or are you out? Uh, we'll go in order. Uh, Leroy, I'm staying in to protect my buddies. Okay, you're gonna stay where you're at, or are you gonna move? Um, I I like it here, but I'll move I'll move central. Okay. And then zero gets to go, right? I'm I'm yep. I'm Stan because I want to help Doctor Ammon turn this thing off at the computer. Okay, make a computer's check. Make your aid right now, and it'll give determine I'm what kind of bonus he gets. Well, there you go. Oh well, well. He, well he gets <laughs> well he gets a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you didn't want to do that on your own? <laughs> Uh, Raz, what do you feel like? Uh, I have no help with the computers, and uh, I can do just as well outside. Is that the door stayed open? It uh, it did. In fact, some of the jumbled stuff that was in here, once you kind of pop the scabby seal on it, uh, keeps it from closing all the way. Well, then so do I. Alrighty. So Raz is going to move out and say, I got you guys from here. Sweet. <laughs> Alrighty. Um Dr. Ammon. Get him? 
Well, I was going to uh, get out of here, but uh, now that Zero is helping me, I, I kind of feel obligated. So uh, I'll go ahead and try the computers. <laughs> yeah, already The 30 roll gets to 32 with his help, which is not enough, you can tell, to shut the thing down. Yeah. Simon! Simon has no applicable skills for the situation and leaves. <laughs> Hello. Alrighty. Kaholo. Well, can I just start wrecking up the computer? Would that help? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. You want to smash Usually. the whole thing up? I mean, we wouldn't get any no. information from it, but... <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I will move out of you the room. You might spare us another 14 points of damage. Kaholo looks down, scuffs the ground with her foot, and goes, oh, shucks, you guys are no fun. Okay. That's right. You guys are no fun. I mean, All we right. could the AP early, I guess. But... <laughs> um, no, you're fine. You're fine regardless. You won't escape me so easy, Scott. Alrighty. Um, the wine increases in intensity. Everybody who is still in the room, make another DC 23 fortitude save. Or take 35 mm. sonic damage this time. I like it now, just in time. Oh, but wait. But wait. But wait. I'm going to, as a reaction, use my dampen ability. Oh. Um, and because I'm level 6 or higher, I can spend an additional... Entropy point, and I happen to have two. So everybody takes zero damage. Yay! Awesome. Sweet. Everybody takes my damage. <laughs> That's right. Earache my eye. Alrighty. So go go do that fix thing. Yeah. Now. All right. Alrighty. Maybe I should help you this time. Okay, let's try that. Alrighty. Okay. Then let's have Dr. Ammon make a computer's check. Okay. 40. Uh sure. That's, <laughs> that's that's phenomenal. Um that's enough to give uh give zero a plus two. Okay. That's still pretty good. Okay, zero remembers to drop the sunglasses and type with both hands. <laughs> uh and manages to uh hack into the 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 mental feedback trap. So as you shut it down, you also realize that now that it's sort of powered up the subsonic whining, it wouldn't do any more damage after the second round. It sort of drills into your mind and makes you all attack each other. Um, but you have it shut down, so now you don't have to worry about that at all. The whole is like, it's powered up a little longer. <laughs> then you get to see who's the better fighter between an operative and a uh, vanguard. I just keep <laughs> giving them stamina back, so yeah, they keep fighting each other. I mean, right? I don't, I don't mean to exclude the biohacker from the melee uh, combat, but I'm excluding <laughs> the biohacker from I the think melee that's combat. Fine. Alrighty, so I, you're you are able to shut the trap down, and that is also because you didn't smash it to pieces in a Kaholo esque way. You'll be able to <laughs> take a closer look at the computer. Oh. But we'll do the closer look at the computer next time. You know, I feel like you're being uh. culturally insensitive here. Just because I come from a planet that does not value these kinds of things. You started it. You've been listening to Intrepid Heroes on the No Direction Network. New episodes are posted every other Monday. <laughs>